life isn't just one story, it's multiple stories. I will share authentically and bravely my stories in hopes to inspire you to live a creative, purposeful, meaningful, and happy life. So on today's episode, I want to talk about how to have a good conversation. And what I mean by that is when you're talking to somebody and the conversation has ended, when they walk away, how do they feel after they've engaged with you? Do they feel heard? Do they feel acknowledged? Do they feel important? And the reason this is important to me is because I've been that person on the other end of the conversation when you've walked away you think, oh my gosh, they didn't care at all what I had to say. Or man, that conversation was completely all about them. You just feel like they didn't listen. All they talked about were themselves. And I just feel kind of crummy after a conversation like that. I don't feel like I matter, like I was important. And so I'm not perfect at having conversations. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I'm human. So I think this is a good episode for all of us to consider and to think about some of these tips that I'm about to give you on how to have a good, positive, engaging conversation, how to make the other person feel important. I think we all could use a refresher, a reminder, so that we can talk better and have good conversations and to make the people in our lives feel important. Isn't that cool that you have that ability just by having a conversation with somebody You get to make them feel special. You get to make them feel heard. You get to make them feel important, like they matter. All by the way, you engage with them. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some tips. I think I have about seven. Seven tips that you can follow or take into consideration when you're having a conversation with somebody. And I think I may have already touched on this, but you know, something to consider is how do you want to make the other person feel? What is your goal when you have a conversation? Maybe think about that when you're entering into a conversation. How do you want them to feel? What will be their takeaway? When they walk away, what are they going to say about the engagement, the conversation they just had with you? Man, that was good. They really got me. They really heard me. Or are they going to walk away feeling like they didn't matter? So tip number one, it's pretty obvious, but we're going to talk about it on a deeper level. But tip number one is listen. And I mean truly listen. And as a life coach, we are taught to listen on a much deeper level than most people usually do on a day-to-day basis. Most people don't listen. But as a life coach, we practice this skill. We practice it over and over again. I'm going to challenge you to listen on a deeper level than you've ever listened before. And what that looks like, it looks like this. It looks like making eye contact. It means not interrupting, which I know is a hard one. That is a hard one. And I know as a life coach, that's really hard for me because we all want to chime in. We all want to share our own experience. We all want to add a little bit to what they're saying. But if you're listening, you can say, yes, I know, uh uh-huh, so that they know that you are listening, but that's as far as it goes. You don't finish their sentences. You don't assume you know what they're going to say. And you definitely don't interrupt. You listen and you let them talk and you let them speak and you let them have their turn. And there is so much power behind that. Some people just need to be heard. They need to feel like that somebody's just listening to them. And I know that's very powerful in life coaching is sometimes I don't even have to say anything. If I can just let my client talk, sometimes they find their answer from their own words, just being able to hear their own voice. 
And so maybe that's all they need from you is for you to listen, to really, really listen. So I want to challenge all of you to try that. Try listening on a deeper level than what you're used to. So tip number two is don't make it all about you. Don't hijack the conversation because you're conversing, you're engaging, you're having a back and forth conversation and you don't want to take it over. You don't want to talk all about yourself. You can maybe share little bits and pieces, share something so that it's relatable, so that they know that you've been there too and that you understand them and you know what they're going through. But nobody likes it when you're talking about yourself and the other person chimes in and just completely hijacks and takes over the conversation. When that's happened to me, I'm like, wow, they didn't let me finish or they didn't care what I was saying. All they wanted to do was share their story and made it all about them. And you know what I'm talking about. You've had those conversations. People love to talk about themselves. We all do. We're all guilty of that. But if you want the other person to walk away feeling understood and heard and like they're important, then you don't just take it over and talk all about yourself. You may add in a few pieces here and there, but then you quickly reverse it and get the conversation back on them again, especially if they started off talking about them. When I was taking notes for this episode, I asked my daughter Macy, what was one important thing to her when she's having a conversation with somebody? What's the most important thing to her? And she said that somebody doesn't make the conversation all about themselves. And she's 13. So if she has witnessed that, she has experienced that. And you know, you can probably think of somebody right now, when you talk to them, they always make it about themselves. And there's several reasons for that. Maybe they're uncomfortable talking. And so that's comfortable for them to talk about what they know and who they are. And that's just their safe place. I'm not judging. I'm just saying you can think of that person and you know what it's like to talk to them. The important thing here is how do you want the other person to feel when you're done talking to them? If you make it all about you, they're going to walk away and feel unheard and like they weren't acknowledged and they're not important. And that is not our goal. Tip number three is don't judge. And I don't think I have to go very much into that, but don't judge the other person. Most people don't want to be judged. They're talking, they're sharing. They're not telling you so that you can judge them and they can feel lousy when they walk away. They don't want to feel belittled or less than. You know, like if you say something like, oh my gosh, I never would have done that. Or, oh gosh, how could you do that? They don't want to hear that. They don't want to feel bad about themselves at the end of the conversation. Tip number four is act interested. And go beyond that. Don't act interested. Be interested. Truly be interested in what they're saying. Ask them a question. Let them answer. And then ask them another question. Ask them to expand on that. Be curious. Get to know them. Another challenge is get to know somebody on a deeper level than what you already do. And you can do that by asking questions. They're going to know it if you're faking it. But if you truly care, think about how that's going to make them feel. I was listening to my husband the other day on the phone and he was talking to one of his baseball coaches and he was asking them about baseball and they were talking back and forth. And then he went on to ask him about his daughter who doesn't play baseball, who has nothing to do with the baseball organization, but it's his daughter. It's his family. So what it tells that coach is, is that my husband truly cares. He doesn't care about him as a coach and his son as a player, but he also cares about his daughter. So, I mean, I think that goes a long way. He cares about his whole entire family. He's getting to know him on a deeper level beyond coaching. And, you know, he remembers that. And my husband, he's a busy guy. So, 
I was impressed that he remembered that and he asked how she did in her swim meet. I thought that was really cool and, and stuff like that can go a long way to make people feel acknowledged, important, and heard. So ask more questions. Go deeper. Number five is leave your phone alone. And I know that is a hard one. And it's a really hard one for me sometimes because I have two boys that are away in college. And so if I hear my phone, I'm thinking, oh, could it be my kids? You know, do they need me? So it's really hard not to be distracted by your phone when you're having a conversation. I get that. But have you ever been in a conversation with somebody where you're talking and all of a sudden they just pick their phone up and they start texting and they're not making eye contact anymore and they're texting and you're just wondering, are they even listening? It makes me just want to stop mid-sentence and not even finish what I'm saying because I don't feel important anymore. I feel like their phone took away their attention from me and what I was saying and that's their priority now. And maybe you do get a phone call. Maybe you do get a text that is really, really important and you have to take it. I've been there before. I understand that. But then you just simply say, excuse me, I'm sorry. I really have to take this call. And I think most people will understand that because many of us have kids. We know that sometimes things come up and you're not trying to be rude, but you have to take that call. There's no way around it. And then after you take the call or respond to the text message, if you could again, maybe apologize, but then remind them of where they left off in the conversation. So if you were truly listening, you're going to know where they were and what they were talking about, maybe not specifically, but some idea, and then you pick up from there. And again, I think that will go a long way. They'll still know that you heard them in your phone call or your text message. It won't ruin that whole conversation. They're not going to walk away and think, oh, they interrupted me. They weren't listening. They know you were listening. And I think people, again, are very forgiving when it comes to things like that, especially if it's something really important. They're not going to hold that over you or against you. Tip number six is don't get distracted. That means don't get distracted, period. Have you ever been talking to somebody and the whole time they're looking around? If somebody comes up and starts talking to them, they start talking to them. They're just so easily distracted by whatever's going on around them, which means they're not listening to you. I've had that happen to me so many times and I feel like the whole conversation was a waste. And I feel like everything I said was not important to them. Everything else was, but what I was saying. And when they do that over and over again, I'm very limited on what I say to that person when they come around because I know their attention span is very small. They're not going to be paying attention to what I'm saying. So I'll just make very small talk with that person, which means they're never going to get to know me because I will not engage. I will not talk about myself or talk very long because they're not paying attention. I think that's sad. That would be very sad to me to know that somebody doesn't talk to me or share important things with me because they don't think I'm listening, because they think that I don't think they're important. Wouldn't that make you sad? So don't get distracted. Keep your eye contact. If your kids come up and try to interrupt, just tell them, hang on, I'm talking. And if it's an emergency, again, there's a way to say, excuse me, let me handle this. And then when you re-enter the conversation, you remind them of where they left off. And again, if you were truly listening, you'll know what they were talking about before you got interrupted. You know, things happen, things come up, but there's a way to handle situations like that and to still make that person that's talking feel important. And the last thing, and it's a couple of things all in one, but be a friend. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to solve their problem. And you definitely don't have to tell them what to do. I know that's huge in coaching. We're not supposed to tell the client what to do. 
they have to find the answers for themselves. A lot of people don't want to be told what to do. I mean, kids don't even like to be told what to do. That's just human nature. We don't like to be bossed around, told what to do. Have you ever been talking to somebody and they're like, this is what you need to do. Look, you've got to do this. you got to handle it this way. And they're so bossy and they think that they understand your whole life and they know exactly what you should be doing. A lot of times we don't want that. We just want to share, get things off our chest, talk, feel heard, feel understood. We just need a friend to listen. And if you want to help them a little bit more, maybe you could ask them a question that would help them to help themselves. Like ask them a thought-provoking question that maybe would help them solve their own problem. And that way it still leaves the power in their hand. You're helping them. It proves that you were listening, that you were engaged, that you care. But then it doesn't appear that you're being bossy and trying to tell them what to do, which is something, again, we just don't like. So I'm going to go back through all the tips that I just gave you just to recap. So one is listen, truly listen. Number two is don't make it all about yourself. Don't hijack the conversation. Number three is don't judge. Just let them talk. That's what they want to do. They want to get it off their chest. Number four is ask questions. Get to know them a little bit deeper than you already do. Number five is leave your phone alone. Number six is don't get distracted. Don't be easily distracted. Number seven is be a friend. Don't be an expert. You don't have to solve all their problems. That's not what they're looking for. And if you can follow all of these tips, if we all can follow all of these tips, myself included, people are going to walk away from the conversations that they have with you feeling like they were acknowledged. They're going to feel heard by you. They're going to feel better. They're going to feel uplifted. They're going to feel like they were worthy of your attention. And they're going to feel important, like they matter to you. They're going to consider you a good friend. And not only are these tips good for conversations that you have with a friend, but they're also good for if you're having a conversation with a family member or somebody that you're meeting for the first time or a coworker or even your spouse. What if you could have a conversation with your spouse and not judge them? What if you could give your spouse your complete 100% full attention? What if you could talk to your spouse and not touch your phone the whole time you're talking? What if you could talk to your spouse and not interrupt? And what if you truly listened when you were talking to your spouse? If they were telling you about their day and you truly listened, wouldn't it be a game changer? I think these tips could be a game changer for all of us. It takes practice because we have all of our bad habits that we do when we're talking. I'm really bad about interrupting. I have something I want to say and I think they're done and I'm not sure. And so I chime in and I'm like, oops, they weren't done. And I hate when I do that. So again, it will take practice. But if we practice and we work really hard at these tips when we're having conversations with people, I think it could be a huge game changer. Give it a shot. Try it. See what happens. And so I do want to end you with a powerful thought-provoking question on this episode like I always do. So the question is this. How do you want people to feel after they've had a conversation with you? Think about that. Maybe you're driving in the car. You want to think about it a little bit further or take out a piece of paper and take some notes on it. Journal about it. How do you want somebody to feel after you've had a conversation so I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope you have some amazing conversations this week and take care. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, I have a great opportunity for you. I just so happen to have a few open coaching spots for new clients. 
If you are looking for something more or for something different, I would love to help you get there. I believe you are more than capable with a coach like me to support you and to hold you accountable. Go to crystalstidham.com and send me a message. Let's connect. There's no obligation to sign up. It's just a free chat to get to know each other a little better and to see if we are a good match. It's crystalstidham.com. I look forward to talking to you soon.